Welcome to Freddy for Taylor, I'm Solomon Dubner. And I'm Stephen Dubner. Before we start to get into the, the fun stuff in the episode, we just want to send out our thoughts and prayers to the to Sir Alex Ferguson and yeah. his family, one of the greatest managers in the game has ever seen. Managed Manchester United for 27 years, won 13 Prems, 38 trophies, unbelievable consistency, unbelievable smart, interesting man. He had he suffered a brain hemorrhage this weekend. Mm. He's in an intensive care hospital, I think in England, maybe in Scotland. The whole football world is pulling for him, and we just wanted to send our thoughts and oh prayers to Alex and Sorry yeah. to hear that. It's nice of you to uh, to pay attention to that yeah. and send the wishes. Uh, how old is he? In his mid-70s or something? 76 so? or 78 or something. Yeah. Why do you admire him? Other he's, than he, winning? He's the way he won with constant... He, he had four or five rebuilding cycles at United where he was there for so long that players played their whole career there, and he'd just be there still. And he, he was he was twenty seven years at a top club. That's unbelievable. What was his uh, his? Um, did he have a variety of styles? Uh, was he, he more a defensive or offensive? He wasn't as much known for his tactics as his man management. Mm-hmm. He, he talked. I he was he was a good attacking manager. They were known for great wing play. Ryan Giggs played that for like twenty two years. Twenty one, I think, were under him. Um, he had his the academy was a big thing there. One of the few academies who have kept up with the likes of Barca and Ajax, not so much recently, but more in the past. The famous class of 92, can't remember everyone I know, it was like um, Giggs, Beckham, the Neville brothers, I think Nicky Butt, I might be wrong, Paul, I don't know about Paul Scholes, I don't, he was not there, I don't think I... And um, did did Man U have a lot more money than the others? Was that part of how he succeeded? They didn't. They had more money at some points once the Glazers came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't like to spend big money. He mm. he was like Wenger, not as frugal. We'll talk a bit more about Wenger later. There's some stuff to say. Right. But so yeah, back to. And how do you know what you know about him? Have you read a book by him about? I've him? watched his teams. I've I've read his book. Also, he only retired in 2013, so I have right. watched his teams. Yeah. But no, I've read books about. I've read his autobiography. Actually, I forget what it's called. He has a few, but he's he's a good writer. Uh-huh. He's a really interesting, smart guy. He's taught at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, now back to Footy for Two. Yeah. So we're sorry we have had many episodes for you lately. I've had a bit of a mental health crisis since our last episode <laughs> was recorded post Champions League right. apocalyptic <laughs> defeat to Roma. I I kind of withdrew into myself. I thought about what can I do to prevent this ha- from happening again. Yeah. I I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. I have a podcast. Yeah. But I'm a 17-year-old living halfway across the world from Barcelona. <laughs> so I, I thought, that I'm useless, I'm impotent, there's nothing I can do. But then I realized, throughout history, change has been achieved by those rising up. So I've started to devise a plan to stage a militant coup of <laughs> FC Barcelona's offices, <laughs> removing Josep Maria Bartomeu from power. Mm-hmm. That's the chairman of the board? Yes. The president of the club? What is he? Chairman, president, his yep. whole board, mm-hmm. and installing as the new head of the board with the rest of the board as his fam- his family members, his closest friends, mm-hmm. Paulinho. Uh, <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Do you find no uh, irony or paradoxical component to the fact that you are decrying the leadership of a club that has not lost a match in the league after 30 however many games? Yes. We'll get it in classical in a minute, but... As crazy as it sounds. No, that's but seri- I'm serious. No, th- I there's know. one reason. Well, his name is. Yeah, no, we're 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 nothing without. I want it. So we've been watching the NBA a little bit lately. 
LeBron James is unbelievable. He reminds me of Messi too. They're just they about make the same everyone height. about the same height, but their their teams would be nothing without them. I think Barca our players are so great, but without them, without him, we're so used to him. What like, was the so, match of six weeks ago or so where he was out though? They played beautifully. What was that match? You remember? It was a La Liga match, kind of a second tier squad. I remember. And there Coutinho was just seemed to. Coutinho was it the Mala game? Maybe Mala, we won two 0 yeah, Coutinho and Suarez both looked against. Just, we won two 0 against yeah, the bottom team. Fair enough. Yeah, no. fair enough. Um, but yeah, so let's get in. T- but we did just win the double since we've won- done the episode. Yeah, tonight- Iniesta is officially leaving. Uh, I I teared up a little bit that day. I'm. Did you? I'm. Re- I think he's probably maybe the best midfielder ever. One of the most unique players ever. He he's just going to be missed so much. Footballing-wise and personality-wise. And can you explain how the decision was reached as best you know? Honestly, I think he might be the highest-paid player in the world after this. 89? I, I don't want to know. Something obscene. I have no idea. 189? Somebody today at the pain you were talking something about. Something obscene. Yeah. Um, something that could solve world hunger. <laughs> I'm kidding, no. Um, but also, I think he probably thinks that he can't contribute his best to Barcelona on a consistent basis anymore. Do you agree? Yes and no. I think on his day he can still be the best midfielder in the world. Is showcase in his final Copa, in his last final, the Copa final against Sevilla, a few weeks ago, where he won the man of the match and scored. Um, but he can't play ninety minutes really anymore. He's going to cost us at least a sub a game. He takes up a lot of wages. I would have loved him to stay, but I understand the the rationale behind his leaving. Did. The, was the decision reached fairly um, collectively? Between- well, I think it, w- he, it was on his own terms. He, he wasn't going to be pushed out. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he had wanted to stay and play another full season, he would have? Uh, he could have. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that means, you know who the captain is now? Leo. Leo. I assume, right? It's Leo. So now what's the story? They have four captains, or they something? have four in order. So two have left this year, and yes, Mastrano was the fourth. So Leo's the captain. Busquets is the vice captain now, I think. So now the squad's going to vote on the rest. I think it's pretty apparent Jerry Piquet will be the third. There are a few in the running. Sergio Berto's one, which after today, we're talking about in a minute. I don't. I think he, that won't happen. Um, some people are saying Luis Suarez, hmm. which I don't think is. I don't think he's. A I captain. don't know. He's he's certain. No, he, he's, he's captain. Li- he was Ajax's captain for a brief is that time. Right? Yeah, he's certainly proven himself. Like he's a, a leader. A, yeah, yeah, and a, and I, lo- a, I love him so much. <laughs> then, um, so, as then, you said today, you love him when if he's on your team. Yeah, if he's not, you would hate, hate him. him. One pr- person people are saying is Ivan Rakitic, which I think he he's a great leader. He leads by example the way Messi does. Um, he's not loud or vocal, but he's very he's a he's a definition of a pro. He was also longtime captain at Sevilla. Then the two names that are coming up most are Samuel Umtiti and Tristegen. Hmm. Who would you say? I, th- I think we said the same person. Um, I mean, you know so much more than I. Yeah. I would say I love Umtiti. I love his calmness around the yeah. ball on the back. He's a relative newcomer. Tushtegan hasn't been there that much longer. I like the idea of a keeper being Me captain. Too. And I also you see the that, whole pitch. The yeah. one, the one technical idea people say is the keeper. I mean, the captain. Their responsibility. Their what they do varies from team to team, but. Um, the one one of their few official duties on the pitch is they're the liaison to the referee, which if you watch Barca Madrid games, that doesn't really matter because I didn't want to talk to him. But it is a little hard to have the keeper be that. Just so, because logistically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Granted, Messi's going to be captaining almost every game. 
Are there teams uh, with uh, keepers as captains that you know now, prominent teams? Um, yeah. Well, one example I think of, not the big example, is Tim Howard was for a while mm-hmm. um, for the USMNT. I think Hugo Lloris is at Spurs. Um, Neuer, I should know this. I don't. He might be at Bayern. Casillas was long time at um, Madrid. The, the Buffon. Idea, the idea is when you need to have an official communication with the referee. It's the captain who's supposed to do it. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Although that's violated all the time. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, it's but yeah, honestly, Messi's going to play every game and he's going to be captain. No, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. In any case, how was your day today? It was pretty good. We we watched a Clasico. <laughs> we did watch a Clasico. So let's start from the beginning. Real Madrid breaks a very long tradition by becoming the first team playing the team who won the league the weekend before and not clapping them up. Yeah. Which honestly. It's disrespectful and not and very unclassy, when, but it is what I expect from Real Madrid. When you say not clapping them on, can you Guard just describe what, what, you, what's supposed to happen? The players line up in two lines opposite for each other, yeah. and the um, teams come through. Yeah. The, the winning team comes through and claps for them. Yeah. We had no problem doing it in 2008. Mm-hmm. I think at the time we had Carlos Puyol as our captain, who as much as he admitted he hated to do it, mm-hmm. he thought it was a duty. It, he did it out of respect for the champions. And Sergio Ramos, he's a great footballer. I think he's a good captain. I, when I think of him, respect's not the first word that comes to mind, mm-hmm. necessarily. Do you see my point? I do. So. Um, wasn't there, didn't Madrid have some stated reason that Barca hadn't clapped them on after they'd won the Club World Cup? And the explanation was that Barca hadn't participated yeah. in that. Yeah, that's not the only explanation. No team has ever been clapped on for winning the Club World Cup. Uh, so why would we be the first? Right, right. Yeah. The, uh, no, but then I don't know if this quote is real. Yeah, there's a there's a high chance it's not. I told you, <laughs> I told you, right? I don't remember. PK said apparently, if Madrid says that they don't want to clap us on because we didn't clap for them since we didn't compete in the Club World Cup, that's fine because they didn't really compete at <laughs> La Liga. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a true uh, quote, a real quote. I don't think it is. It's kind of too but good I hope to not it is. be true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, too good to be true, too good not to be. true. <laughs> that is something he would say. I love Gerard PK. Uh, I know you do. Does anybody call him Jerry, or is that just you? No, a lot of people call him Jerry. Jerry. Um, So the match today, in a word, before you get into details, we watched together, we should say, at the Pena. In a word? uh, I have a few words. Yeah. Feisty. Yeah. Bloody. Yeah. Scary. Really? I didn't think it was... I think as these matches go, I didn't think it was that physical, really. mm. First of all, I didn't think Leo was really being physically intimidated or attacked. A few times, not as much as usual. Not much. They mainly kicked Iniesta today. Yeah, honestly, this looked to me much less like physically. It was just hateful. Which honestly, I I endorse that. I don't think hate is ever usually is ever really the answer. Mm -hmm. But I hate Real Madrid. I I hate them. I'm sorry. And explain why. the basic fact is their rival, they're our biggest rival, and they're good. Well, but besides that, they're not like they're they're kind of disgusting. Why? Explain. Well, what do they do? Well, you know the whole refereeing thing, which I'm not gonna get into. Also today, the referee, I don't think he was biased. I think he's a terrible referee. Um, I think they just they're just not classy. They have no respect. The cl- the guard of honor was one thing. Mm-hmm. One thing moment that really spoke to me was when Suarez was down for two or three minutes. Usually, you think he's faking. But at first you could tell, eventually you could tell he's not. Whenever that happens, if a player is seriously injured, you put the ball out of play. Yeah. They kept attacking, kept trying to score. Barca, honestly, I don't think they would ever do that. Yeah, and you could tell Barca was very upset when, yeah. they, when it finally went out. It was PK and, then and uh, Paulinho booted it. Yeah. The GOAT. 
the greatest of all time. Mm. No, but you could tell then they kind of yeah. cornered yeah. one of the one of the yeah. Madrid attackers and yeah. gave him a talking to. No, no, uh, Paulinho was like, there's a video of him like whispering like aggressively into Lucas Vasquez's ear, mm-hmm. and I saw someone tweet captioned this and it said Paulo, pa- Paulinho saying Madrid cabrones Salute campeón Madrid bastards salute champions so Barca went out uh, went ahead 1-0 on uh, Suarez goal what a goal he played a great goal. ball across to Sergi who will come up later mm-hmm. he put in a beautiful cross went past Messi great finish by Suarez do you That's think the ball was intended for Messi no really I don't Messi looks it was surprised. header height on Messi yeah and you don't cross it in for Messi uh, ahead of the defender on him uh huh I mean, you saw Suarez calling for it as he yeah, sprinted that, down. That's a great finish. But it's then, ankle finish. like five minutes later, five minutes later, I'll get Ronaldo's. The finish wasn't great. The way he created it was. Yeah. You had like a back heel to Kroos who crossed it to Benzema. Right. And Ronaldo finished it past Jerry. Yeah. It, it was. was a, it was a good goal. Was he a got good, hurt on that. I had to come off of the half. It was a good finish too. Though. Right before the half, there's a play. I think Ramos being just the I can't say some words on air. Just being the the person he is. Yeah. He just intentionally just, like, steps on Suarez. And um, then there was some fighting. They both got booked. And Messi came in and just knocked out Ramos. Sure which is my favorite moment in Classico <laughs> history. I love when Leo... Leo almost never gets yells, but when he does, it's in Classicos. Mm. He's got it in, like, three recent ones, I yeah. think. So then at halftime... Well, right before... Well, then a few minutes later, yeah. half's going uh, down. Right. No, this is before that. Before half. Um, this is, I'm not going to say anything. Umpidi's going to get the ball. Easy play. Bale, no intent to play ball. Just stamps yeah. him. Cleats him. him on the back of the calf. Yeah. No no booking, mm-hmm. which I thought was insane. I saw someone tweet white privilege, but not in a racial term. It, it's a pl- Barca fans call Madrid white uh, trash because right, right. the white. Also, there's a person at our table today at the painting. I don't know if you saw, wearing white, and some people forgot they were making fun of him for wearing the Madrid colors. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then the big moment happened. <laughs> I don't know. I think Marcelo must have said something to Berto. Sergio Berto is usually calm. He punched him in the face. Yeah. I told you. And then he got a second yellow. Berto first did. red. Straight red. Oh, it was? Just sent him off. Yeah, I think. Oh. I'm, I might be wrong. But in any case, can I just say, I think that just shows an immaturity yeah. on Sergi. Which is why he's not ready. And a cleverness on Marcelo. You may yeah. hate him. I mean, no, personally... I, I, think, I think Marcelo Marcelo is an unbelievable player, one of the greatest left-backs of all time. Certainly and the greatest you may say... In the world. You I might, just think he's a schmuck. You might also call him dirty. You might say he fakes injury. Whatever. If he's, he's no... On, he's no worse than our left-back Jordi Alba. Right. And if he was on your team, you would think Marcelo was a, a wizard. Oh, I do. I think yeah. he's by far the best left back in the world right now. I take back what I said about Jordi Alba. He's superior. He's unbelievable. Yeah. He's like a winger. Yeah. Well, in any case, then so Berto hit him. He got sent off. Then Barca. I told down you, to I 10. don't. I don't like the idea of violence in general, and I don't like that he last time got the red card. Yeah. That said, Barca over the years, one accusation against us has been we've been weak, we've been soft, which partly has been because we we don't need to be tough. We just outplay our opponents, but. I honestly did not like seeing Madrid p- physically provoking us in our own stadium. I th- I think punching Marcel in the face was too far, but I I liked when I li- I liked when Leo knocked down Ramos. I I think they needed that. I don't think I do not think Sergio Ramos would punch Marcel in the face. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Last Clasico, Real Madrid plainly had a plan, which was a certain kind of aggressive attacking early for the last yeah. of the first half. There were a ton of near misses. Yeah. And then, but they didn't score, and it was nil-nil at the half. And then, when they came out, 
Real Madrid just looked exhausted, and Barca began to attack, and the midfield was tired, yeah. uh, the backfield was but, tired. Yeah. What do you think the plan was this time? Because it it was Sit a very— Sit back, absorb pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't think they cared that much. Well, I think they wanted to win Tender on Beaton Street, because you could tell they were going for it at the end when it was a draw. Cause also, before I understand, I want to go back to one thing. One of the reasons it was tied— their plan worked in that first Clasico. They just couldn't finish, thanks to one guy, Mark Andrzejczykin, who over the over the season has become, I think, our second or third most important player. He he had a key moment today. Ronaldo, I don't remember. He was one on one. Yeah, was, no, and he he, he just stood tall. He just and, made himself yeah. big. And just, yeah. No, very few keepers have that potential against Ronaldo. Mm. That that confidence. I mean, yeah. granted, it could be that Ronaldo's at this point only top hundred, top fifty player in the world. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like him, and I don't think I think he was overrated. But he was in the four or five minutes he played today. He scared me. He was yeah. good. And they were a different team without him. Although they did. I thought they were him. actually more dangerous without him, obviously. Mm. I think creation wise, they were not they were not as lethal in the box without him. Then the second half started. We we started pretty well. Semedo came on for Coutinho because we need a right back after Berto's little anger issue incident. <laughs> um, then Suarez, being the feisty man he is. He was running for a ball against Veron. He won it. Veron won it back. He kind of knocked him down. I thought it was a foul. I thought it was a foul, but he, too. He played a great ball to Messi, who sent Sergio Ramos and Casemiro on a honeymooners trip for hot dogs. They're trying to be Ray <laughs> Hudson. Sent him for hot dogs. They were gone, and he just curled it past Taylor Namas. I don't know, because the two of them went to get hot dogs. I don't know. <laughs> it was a great finish. We were good for a while. Messi missed a one-on-one. Mm. Paulinho came on. He did miss a chance he should have scored, but he did also knock the wind out of Kaylor Navas. So mm-hmm. you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you, Kaylor. But then, um, then Gareth Bale scored a great goal. It was a great goal. Then it was, then it, it was exciting. It was for touchy. The end. It was exciting. And then <laughs> there were two or three minutes towards the end of stoppage time. We had an attack going. Pauline oh. is bursting up the middle. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> He just gave the ball away. He he tried to lob to Rakitic, he lobbed it like behind him, and it, it, it was just gone. It ended. To, uh, I'm happy that we celebrated the title. It was a great day. We're champions. It was a great day, and the title is in hand, and the unbeaten season is intact. But right. it didn't feel like a complete victory, did it? No, it draw. not because we didn't well, win. Well, I think it was because, because Madrid is in the Champions League final. Well, and also because losing a lead twice. That yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If it, it had does. been to come from behind, if Real, if Madrid had gone up 2-0 and we'd come back to 10, yeah. it would have felt like a victory. I, I don't want to talk about it now because we're probably going to do a whole Champions League episode later. Yeah. I just going to say it now. Real Madrid is not the best team in Europe. That I can confidently say that. Do you know why I can say that? I'm speechless plainly. Why? Do you, do you really think that's so crazy? Um, I just think it's semantics at this point. I, mean, I think the best team in Europe can't be 15 points off the pace in their own domestic league. Well, fair I enough. think it's that simple. Fair enough. I'm not saying we necessarily are, just saying they're not. Fair enough. But you could also say, well, um, winning a league like La Liga, where the the top four or five teams are stout and the rest really aren't, yeah. is not as much of an the accomplishment. The Champions League is a competition of luck. I'm sorry. I want to win it more than anything, but it's... A, and also, also, What makes you say that? You have one bad day. Yeah. You're done. Well... And honestly... Mm-hmm. Some of their own players said, or some players said it. Madrid didn't really deserve to be Bayern. A one call, a call or two had gone the way it should have, mm. and it, it always happens. But I'm not in the mood for referees right now. All right, moving Atletico on. Atletico loses two 0 at home to Espanyol. 
Um, Atletico doesn't really care. They're going to finish second or third. They're waiting for the Europa League final on Wednesday, May 16th against Marseille. To the Prem, Brighton beats Man United 1-0. Brighton is staying up. All right. West Brom meet, beats Tottenham 1-0. West Brom is probably not staying up oh still. Um, Man City, Huddersfield 0-0. Um, no one really cares. City is champions for a while, or, or for a little while already. They got to lift the trophy. Um, Huddersfield is pretty much safe. Arsenal beats Burnley 5-0. Here, Emmerich Aubameyang scores a brace. Alexandre Lacazette, Sead Klasenac, and Alex Wobie all score. But there's a storyline here today. What's here? Le Professeur, uh, as they call him. Arsene Wenger is finally leaving. Yeah. Under what kind of conditions, would you say? He's annou- He announced that I'm resigning. It's been a good run, but I think he it's was pretty pushed. clear to he all. Pushed, he was pushed. Right, right. He, if, yeah. if they, said, they said you've given us a great – you've done so much for us, but it's gotten to the point where you can't really be here anymore. We don't want to fire you, but you got to announce it. And I think he was ready. I th- I don't think he really wanted to be there that much longer. What do you know? What have you read or seen about how he announced? What was his manner? Did he seem... He was he's one of the classiest. Mm-hmm. He was always very respectable. And also, I'll be open. I, as you guys know, I, I thought he should be gone a long time ago. But Well, you were you were not an early Wenger out. Kind of. I was medium, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I th- I, I'm happy he got to go on his own. On his ownish terms. Um, I understand, however, that a lot of lifers are still uh, would have been happy to keep him. Yes, not a lot, but a, a decent amount. Mm-hmm. I, I think just in terms of onwards and upwards, you gotta keep improving. I think he's gonna outdated. Who are likely candidates to replace? One, Patrick Vieira. NYCFC uh, lost four 0 at New York, at yeah, the boy. at the New Jersey Red Bulls this weekend. Honestly, we lost. I'm not going to feel superior, inferior to a team from New Jersey. I'm sorry if you, you're listening from New Jersey. We love you. But, well, it's not that they're from New Jersey. It's that they say they're from New York. I've never rooted for the New Jersey Giants or New Jersey Jets. The New Jersey Nets were more honest, though. Mm-hmm. The New but, Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, no, the New Jersey Red Bulls. They, they, had a, they played a good game. They destroyed us how'd on you, the pitch, how'd you but feel? not on the map. How'd you feel? <laughs> how'd you feel about the Nets renaming themselves Brooklyn instead of New York? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so then to the Prem still, Chelsea beats Liverpool one 0 Olivier Giroud scores. Chelsea looks striker. like he is. Looks like they're gonna make the top four. Liverpool needs to win the Champions League oh to be in the Champions League. They don't have a chance on just they. They do, but it probably win. won't happen. Oh boy. Um, some other results before we wrap up, and I. I do what I do. I got to sneeze. Can you do that on air now? I think you should probably... Oh, you know what? It's passing. There you go. Happy allergy season. You know, I think that's the thing. I think if sneezes are one of those things that if you talk about them, they go away. Kind of like your father? <laughs> <laughs> on, kind of like sorry. my credit card debt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more. Um, <laughs> Dortmund loses 2-1 at home to Mines. Bayern beats Cologne or Kern 3-1. Udinese Inter, 4-0 Inter. Goal from my beloved Rafinha. Mm. Juve beats Bologna 3-1, and Napoli draws 3-0-2-2. That essentially hands Juve the league title. Six points clear or six to play for. They need to lose both games, and Napoli needs to win both, but yet they are still 16 clear on goal differential, so that should be it. So that's all the leagues. And this is uh, Juventus's X in Y years. How many? I don't want to know. Like six or seven or eight mm-hmm. or, or twenty. So there were really 50. no no real surprises at all. This is the closest title race. Mm-hmm. This yeah. being La Liga, Syria. Your kid. Oh, Syria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, France. 
<laughs> I was looking up to see if PSG won it already because I forgot they won it like a year ago. <laughs> they won it before the season started. Mm. What do you think? Um, Rest in peace, Neymar. <laughs> I mean, if you're a fan of one of the top clubs, one of the, I mean, they're really in those five leagues. They're really like seven clubs, right? I mean, maybe nine. Yeah. Well, but, but well, if, let's see. PSG and Bayern. You knew at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Juve, you kind of did. City, you not really. No, not it really. could have been. It Barca, have been. we were not expected. Everyone said we were going to win nothing this year. We won the double. We won the, I think we won the Joan Gamper trophy, which is a big deal. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? And I could have just convinced you we won the treble. It was, it was literally our preseason friendly that we set up for to win. We won actually, we played this year, we played Chapaquenze. We did the whole charity oh, thing, yeah. remember that, which was really yeah. nice. But here's a question. If you're a fan of one of the 95% of the clubs that just don't really have much of a chance, how do you assess a season like this? Well, at the beginning of the season, it's about hope. It's about, hope is a thing. No, I'm, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I, I, there's a monologue that Meg from Family Guy gave. I was trying to remember it, but I don't remember it. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's about you go to the bar, you eat your pulled pork sliders like I do. You. It was a season. I do. I must say, I do um, love how in football fans are realistic about yeah. their expectations. Fatalistic to a point. Well, and appreciative too. Yeah. Like Barca yeah. fans are going to be pessimistic. Yeah, and isn't that ironic considering they win so yeah. much? Like the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I th- I'd say the Steelers. We've had are, more reason recently. Yeah, the Steelers are less dominant than than Barcelona has been historically. Mm, yeah. Who Who else has won six Super Bowls? Stairway to seven this year. This is the year. Uh, you know, last year took a lot out of me. I don't oh know if I can, we were we should not have been thirteenth. Yeah, I don't know if I can give as much of my soul oh to the Steelers God. this year. Ben lets has been letting us down. I, um, do you have any final words of Tunis? I'm trying to think. What are good words? Have we ever done Jew? We must have done Jew. I don't know. Let me think. We're not going to stop recording because we want to he- you guys to hear our creative process, <laughs> which is not that good. Hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo is not a Jew. It's no. No. Um, you know what was weird today just while we're thinking? Do you, do you um, see what the referee was say? He was a very rare type of person. Uh, ginger? He was a Spanish ginger. Really? Yeah. yeah. How, why, do, why, do, why does anyone ever listen to this, this show? Um, don't know why. Was it a, was it a theoretical <laughs> no. question? No. Uh, let's see. Um, Bale truly looks like a monkey, but then so do you. No. Lionel Messi. No. During this show, Solomon almost went, ah, chew. <laughs> it's not funny for one, it's funny for two. Good, so good talking to you. Thank you. Thank you.